Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2658. Getting rich is about willpower. Why give up when you can keep on going? By Sam of financialsamurai.com. And I'm Justin Mollick. This is the show where I usually read to you like an audiobook, but on Sundays, I share an episode from another podcast in our Optimal Network. And today's comes from our second ever show, Optimal Finance Daily. And with the theme of willpower, which comes up here on this show from time to time. So with that, let's get right to the bonus episode and Diana's commentary as we optimize your life. Getting Rich is About Willpower, Why Give Up When You Can Keep On Going by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. Getting rich is about willpower. Without willpower, you'll likely never get ahead of the masses. In the 1960s, Columbia University psychologist Walter Mischel conducted an experiment on children that is now often referred to as the marshmallow test. Walter invited various aged children into a room individually and asked them to sit down in front of a table with one marshmallow. He told the preschooler that he could eat the marshmallow right now if he wanted, but if he waited for five minutes, Walter would return with another marshmallow and the preschooler could eat two. Getting Rich, the Marshmallow Test. There's a short video that highlights the delightful reaction these kids display as they do their best not to eat the marshmallow. Watch them close their eyes, tilt their heads, and come close to eating the dessert before pulling away. Walter observed that of the kindergartners, so age five, 72% caved in and ate the marshmallow. If they're in the fourth grade, however, only 49% yielded to temptation. By the sixth grade, the percentage dropped to 38%. Such improvement is rational, given five minutes is a short time to wait for double the spoils. More interestingly, Walter discovered in subsequent studies that children who delayed gratification by 15 minutes scored 210 points higher on their SATs than children who lasted one minute. And even more importantly, children who are able to demonstrate self-control have a higher executive function, which is responsible for controlling, planning, foresight, problem solving, and goal setting. The importance of willpower and self-control. I must have come across Walter's test back in Psych 101 as a freshman in college, but I was probably too hungover to remember the details. I've been reading the national bestseller, Brain Rules for Babies, How to Raise a Smart and Happy Child from Zero to Five, and the author, John Medina, brought Walter's test up on page 103. 
Self-control is vital for building wealth over time because spending now involves giving up potential gains in the future. Here are some examples where delayed gratification can help build great wealth. An automobile. The classic example is spending money on a new car you don't need. The median price for a new car in the U.S. is now $38,000 in 2021. $38,000 is equal to roughly the median household income per person in America after tax. Yet Americans are spending like no tomorrow on the latest and greatest vehicles. As soon as I graduated from college in 1999, the first thing I did was buy a car in Manhattan. After I bought a car, I bought a racing motorbike. Talk about wasteful spending after all those years of having no money. I should have just stuck with the subway. After realizing the error of my ways, I came up with the one-tenth rule for car buying. The rule encourages folks to either buy a cheaper car or make lots more money. What I found is that if you're able to make 10 times more than the value of the car you've been eyeing, you tend to no longer want to spend so much. You realize how much effort and taxes it took to get there. Years later, readers are still justifying their reasons to me for spending way more than one-tenth of their income on their current car. YOLO, bad public transportation, safety, etc. Meanwhile, they could have made a small fortune in the stock market and retired much earlier if they didn't spend so much on a depreciating asset. A home. Everyone knows that real estate has been one of the easiest ways to build wealth since the founding of our country in 1776. Just make sure to follow my 3033 home buying rule. A 10% increase in a median priced $500,000 house would require someone earning $50,000 a year to save an impossible 100% of their gross salary just to stay even. Therefore, it's only logical to try and buy real estate as young as possible. Prevent yourself from getting left behind. The desire for owning real estate was why I lived so spartanly for the first four years after college. But I knew that buying in an expensive city like New York or San Francisco would require sacrifice. I didn't have the bank of mom and dad to lend me a down payment. Therefore, I lived in a studio with another guy for a couple years. This way, I could save 50% plus of my after-tax salary. The 20-something and early 30-year-old folks today who've bought their first homes all either lived at home with their parents after school took on side jobs to make more money, lived like monks for years, or figured out a way to convince their parents to hook them up. If you're spending money on fabulous vacations, going out to the finest restaurants, renting your own apartment instead of renting a room, and insisting on buying your first property in the best neighborhood, you're likely going to have a very difficult time getting neutral real estate. An online business. Do you know why most businesses fail after five years? It's because most people don't bother to grind for more than five years. Too many businesses shut down right before things start getting good. The secret to online business success is to grind for 10 plus years. Only then will you be able to seriously make a lot of money. For example, did you know that it sometimes takes two years for an article to be ranked on the front page of Google? Yet many sites run out of publishing steam after year two. It's always something that gets in the publisher's way. Work, a baby, relocation, whatever. I told myself before starting Financial Samurai that I would publish three times a week for 10 years, no matter what. And if after five years I saw no progress, then I would shut the site down. But after five years, there was progress. And even if there was very little progress, it didn't matter. It cost so little to keep the site up, I wanted to focus on the process. 
Willpower means working for a couple hours on your side hustle before going to work at 7.30 a.m. for years instead of sleeping in. Self-control means not spending three hours watching TV or going down a social media rabbit hole and producing work instead. Do this for at least three years and flourish. Relaxing is fine too. At some point, we've got to figure out when it's time to live it up. We can't delay gratification forever since we can't live forever. Therefore, I believe the time to start letting loose is after we've put in at least 10 years of intense work. I define intense work equivalent to giving 50% more effort than normal, that's 60 hours a week. After 10 years of intense work, you'll have much more wealth and many more options to live your dream life than if you just did the average. You just listened to the post titled, Getting Rich is About Willpower. Why Give Up When You Can Keep On Going by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. While I really enjoy these Financial Samurai articles, for whatever reason, I always seem to find a reason to disagree with them. So here it goes. While I do think that it's important to foster a degree of willpower, I disagree that willpower is what's going to make you rich. The reason is because willpower is not sustainable. It's like a muscle that will give out. Yes, you can strengthen muscles and you should, but I think willpower is most useful when you use it for building habits. Habits are mindless. They're comforting. They're your routines that you don't really have to think about. And while it takes willpower to build habits, I think the key to success with finances or any goal is that you use your willpower strategically for a period of time and then fall back on autopilot to keep going. So for example, I formed the habit of cooking nearly every meal I ate when I was getting out of debt. That is now a habit that I don't think about and it's still saving me money to this day. I think the other benefit about forming habits is that over time, they alter your desires and preferences. So not only do I still cook nearly every meal I eat, but I actually prefer it. I think the reason I feel the need to push back on articles like this is because this idea of eternal struggle and sacrifice is what used to turn me off when I thought about improving my finances. Yes, improving your finances can be a challenge, but challenges can be rewarding. If you look at your financial life as a struggle that you need to suffer through with willpower, you're unlikely to stick it out over the long haul. And that's a wrap for another Monday show. Have a great rest of your day and start to your week. And I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.